Hey everyone, welcome to Quickscope Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Kiros, and we have a very special guest today. Uh, we have John Mathis, also known as Matalo. Uh, you can catch him with Matalo Music. We'll have all his socials in the description. Uh, he's a good friend, very good friend of mine. I've known him for years. Uh, you may also know him from some of our, our other Higher Passion podcasts. He was originally on uh, Rap Beats and Melodies, on Sports Dogs. So some of you guys might be familiar with him already. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let him introduce himself a little too. Uh, John, welcome to the channel. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, we've known each other for, uh, I love that you started a podcast, especially on gaming. Cause that's what we would always do when we were growing up. Every Friday, every Friday in All high school, man. I remember, guitar, uh, Smash yep, Brothers. Smash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's great to be on here. Um, I make music too, but I try and play games whenever I can. So, yeah, I mean, uh, some of my favorites. I don't know if we want to get into it yet, but it. some of my favorites are. I usually play mostly, so like NBA Two K and FIFA. Um, also mess around with Rocket League. I'm not as good at rocket league but that one's just kind of like just fun free-for-all kind of thing that you could just turn on and go uh, yeah. um and apex i love apex i'm definitely not the best at shooter games <laughs> but apex is like as close to like i don't know it's just the easiest for me to play and just have fun with versus like call of duty which is super serious <laughs> it seems like super sweaty yeah no, yeah dude, super sweaty apex i mean we've jumped on a couple apex games together and uh like we've talked about it on this channel over and over and you guys know that surge he continuously talks about how good it is and how how good they are just like coming out with new seasons and new content and just keeping the game fresh and I mean, that's really what we want to see as a gamer. Like, we don't want to see stuff go too stale. I mean, it's, it's going to suck if it does. So definitely Apex has like a low learning curve. I mean, but at the competitive level, it gets pretty insane, right? Uh, actually getting to to win that battle royale at the very end, uh, it, yeah. it's, it's tough. But at the same time, it, you have a lot of fun along the way. And there's a lot more to do in the game now. So yeah, Apex uh, is definitely a, a fan favorite here on the channel. Uh, you mentioned FIFA 2K, uh, and I mean those games are really good. Have you gotten the new FIFA yet? Um, I have. So I recently got the Game Pass. Okay. So I've been playing 21. I haven't gotten 22 yet, but I mean, pretty much gonna be all the same. It's really good. I mean, FIFA is a worldwide game, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I see all the time on Twitter. Um, I'll post like, Hey, who's playing this or who's playing that? We'll post from our quick scope podcast, Twitter. And, and a lot of people just come back and like, Oh, we're still playing FIFA. And I mean, that just, it, uh, of, of course it coincides with soccer being such a big game worldwide. And especially with all the like world cup qualifiers happening right now. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, even then, I mean, it's a really well-made game. It introduced us to the whole loot box system, which is pretty crazy now to think about and um yeah so i mean fifa is, has been on top of the game i think as far as sports games fifa is still at the top for me uh i don't even want to touch madden right now <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty bad yeah i've tried i've tried madden and it's just like it's just you have control and then all of a sudden it's like what was that what <laughs> why did my guy throw it to right there when i was trying to get it to this guy or something like that it's just like i don't know madden the mechanics are definitely off for me at least um and that's how 2k was getting too for me like it was you would try and dribble it and your guy would be like oh, this way when you're trying to go this way and it's just yeah it's, fifa definitely has the tightest cleanest uh mechanics for sure. yeah i think i think 2k is getting there they're they're starting to figure it out little by little. Um, did you get the Mamba edition, the one with Kobe on the cover? Nah, I wanted to. Uh, man, I feel I like every to. every like fan needs to get that one, right? It's a right. it's a it's one of the ones that you just need to have. Like I have it, and it's probably the last two K that I've bought for a while. So, 
So yeah, and uh, you said you mentioned uh, or you mentioned Rocket League as well. How much Rocket League? How long have you been playing Rocket League? Man, I've been playing for probably probably four years now, and I mean it's not as serious as the other ones, but you know I'll play it. I get into a Rocket League mode where I play that pretty much all the time. And one of those guys that can just fly around the ring and just hit it and stay up in the air oh, for yeah. like two hours. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I do all right. But that one's just super fun to me. Yeah, one of uh, one of our homies that or I met him through a coworker, and we have a Discord server, and and he used to actually compete in Rocket League, and it's just like next level man every time we play with him he obviously he carries but yeah this i I don't understand how they stay in the air for like freaking like half the match they're just flying through the air hitting the ball like perfectly and man just that one yeah high skill cap to be actually good at that game but at the same time rocket league is a game that like i've actually started playing with toby so my son he's he's a toddler (laughs) and it's just like all right i'm just gonna pull up rocket league real quick and he, all he sees is it's a soccer ball and it's a race car, mm. so obviously it's gonna be intriguing to him, and and he'll just jump on and he'll kind of start accelerating, going towards the ball, things like that. So he's having fun with it, <laughs> and, awesome. and it's awesome to see. It's a good game to be able to like share, share with family. So I, I mean, I really like it. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that with Bella sometime for sure. Yeah, yeah. get get and <laughs> start him early, man. Um, yeah. So yeah, and and that's our uh, introduction to John. Um, uh, also wanted to mention that this stream uh, we actually have on YouTube, Twitch, and on Twitter. So we're streaming on all three right now. So make sure to leave us a like, a comment, show us where you're listening, uh, just so we will have uh, better information for the future. So it's brand new. So let us know what you think. Um, I wanted to get started with some brand new news. I, I guess it's not brand new. It's been out for a few days now. Uh, title of this episode, episode 30, is Red Flags, and because we got a big red flag with Twitch uh, recently, especially with that Twitch hack. Man, that was crazy. You you stream quite a mm-hmm. bit on Twitch now, right? Yeah, I stream yeah, a little did bit. You, did you change your password, new stream key, everything? Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, they didn't post how I'm making millions of dollars like <laughs> right. the other guys, but you know. You know what? What what was crazy <laughs> about that that whole thing was that list so far, right? That list of mm-hmm. like this is how much all the streamers are have made in the last two years. I think that's how far the list goes back. It's all the millions mm-hmm. of dollars. But it's like what was it like twenty people making it was like eighteen people making over two million dollars. And mm-hmm. Everyone else, it just like, it's like a curve. It just like shoots down, just drops off dramatically. Yeah. And I, I think it was, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Harris Heller. He he does a lot of YouTube content. He d- did a lot of streaming on Twitch. Um, he has a couple playlists on Spotify that don't have any like copyright issues, so you can play like in the background. So he he does a lot of stuff for streamers. He pointed out how. If you take kind of like the median income of a house in America, like at 50 grand, only 0.02% of streamers make at least 50 grand. And I mean, there's a lot of people out here that don't do it just for fun. Like I've I've talked to people that want to start streaming and want to like make a living off of it. And I mean, that that, that's kind of scary to think about uh, that only like 0.02% make enough to kind of make a living. And it's insane, like, from my perspective, right? Because we're, we also, we're a YouTube channel, we do Twitch and everything. And, and luckily, like, I love this, like, it's because we're called Higher Passion, right? So this is one of my passions. So I love doing this. It's really fun for me. But at the same time, you, you can see a lot of streamers that are really getting into it because they're, they're throwing all the eggs in that basket, right? It's, it's insane to see. So, uh. But at the same time, some people might look at that list and be like, dude, I can make that, right? I, I can be there. I can be the next XQC, the next Shroud. Um, yeah, it's, it's insane. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. I think there, there's a lot of uh, contention between YouTube and Twitch right now. And whether it's a stream on YouTube, stream on Twitch, obviously we're 
streaming on both right now but even then it's it's insane to think about how how this hack might affect people and be like oh man maybe i should go to youtube because there's less people streaming on youtube right now Mm -hmm. right and uh, on the last episode we talked about tim the tatman and dr lupo huge names on twitch Mm -hmm. who jumped ship and went over to youtube um kind of following their their homie courage who went over there as well but at the same time you get uh nick Merckx, who's obviously a big streamer the biggest probably controller like like that doesn't play on mouse and keyboard streamer he's uh he just re-signed with twitch so i mean who knows how much money he he signed up for i don't think that was in the data leak but uh mm-hmm. they're still like competing and i think the competition's good i think the competition's good right now um i still catch tim and tatman's streams on youtube he broke some records like right away when he first started streaming he even beat like some of dr disrespect records which are pretty cool to see but the fact mm-hmm. that a lot of the names i'm naming off right now are now on youtube instead of twitch kind of makes you think about all right what's twitch gonna change what are they gonna do because as of now i mean obviously we're making a joke of the whole twitter thing with the red flags like what's a red flag for you but uh, uh i mean a lot of red flags showing over on twitch right now and you hear it every day you hear random streamers getting banned because they showed too much skin mm-hmm. where on the other hand you have like amaranth who is literally up there in like a yeah. bikini and i mean she's gotten a couple of bands too i think she's been banned like five times it's insane mm-hmm. but the inconsistency in there is scary the the how people getting banned and then they just keep coming back that's kind of weird too i mean you, you see that a lot with mm-hmm. xqc he got banned a couple different times and he's making the second most on twitch according to that list that was leaked so I don't know. It's, it's it's pretty insane. That this whole Twitch hack, the whole leak, everything is just kind of crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, same here. And I I actually, um, I mean, you wouldn't you would realize this too, but for me, it kind of is like a parallel with being a music artist too. You know, yep. the top artists are gonna make so much money, and then it's just gonna fall down a cliff because people aren't streaming those guys as much like the smaller guys and they have to do more than one thing. You can't just put out music anymore. Like streamers, they can't just get on and stream. They have to do other stuff. Like a lot of them have Patreons or YouTube content, their discords, YouTube content, like the little join thing on YouTube. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like you have to do so much more than just one thing, sadly now. And, um, yeah, like I'm I'm starting to get into streaming and I'm trying to get better and better at it, but it's like I'm starting over <laughs> like from where I was with music because I have to build it up again and do so many just streaming. And yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy cuz we were t- talking about it too about maybe for me trying to start with YouTube streaming. Yeah, yeah we talked about it. For and me. I did it yeah and i did that for a while and it was cool i mean i like doing it on youtube but it's just they're not a streaming platform you know mm-hmm. like so their eggs aren't all in that basket yeah so sometimes when it's like that it's not as good of a product i feel like mm-hmm. um especially like even i don't know do you get live notifications yeah on YouTube? youtube is still crazy i think they're still trying to figure out what they're doing yeah, because with with YouTube, like if if you're if you're watching this live right now, we have a couple of viewers. If you're watching this live right now, like it showed up on your feed, right? Like, mm-hmm. but you just were on YouTube on regular YouTube, your YouTube home. Exactly, just one of the videos said live, and you just clicked on mm-hmm. it. I think YouTube might might have to get to the point where they. I mean, they have a whole YouTube gaming division now, so they have to get to the point where they make like their own site. To like officially compete with Twitch, and like this is YouTube gaming, mm. and this is the the only thing is that that might con- like conflict with some of their other streamers. Like I follow I follow this rapper who does a lot of like uh, other uh, influencer content. Um, he on on YouTube and he does lives, so he'll do, do like a two hour live a week, and then he like clips it down and does like different videos throughout the week. 
of like what he talked about in those two hours. So where does he fit in into that? Right? Like, and then he does a lot of music stuff. He'll do music production. He does, uh, he'll do like a creek. Oh, I think he calls it like critique Fridays or something like that, where people submit music and he reviews it live. And like that type of stuff is really cool to see. It's cool to see live on YouTube. And then you can watch the video, mm -hmm. the full video later, but that's not necessarily gaming. And right now the like official title of the streaming service is YouTube gaming. So it might, it might get a little wonky there. If they try to actually like pull it apart and do something different, or mm -hmm. maybe it's even like starting from scratch. Like, Here's YouTube.com, here's the YouTube app, and here's the YouTube gaming app. Here's YouTubeGaming.com. And and this mm. is where you go to basically have another experience like Twitch, but different. So right. I, I think they, they don't want to be a Twitch clone right now. Obviously, because YouTube, they do their thing. They're really good at what they do. But they, they've kind of started biting off at, at Twitch and, and the streamers over there. And I mean, it's owned by Google, so it, there's going to be competition there because Twitch is owned by Amazon, right? So there's always going to be that contention there, especially with like background, like infrastructure. Like I, I work in, in tech and seeing this Twitch hack, the fact that Twitch hack happened, the Twitch servers are in AWS, the Amazon cloud, like that's mm. kind of scary when you're thinking like corporate wise, like if you're a business that pays... Amazon millions of dollars a year to hold your content or for you to host your services with them and they get hacked. I mean, that's going to look bad for you regardless. Wow. So I, I didn't that, even think yeah, about that's that. That's at the parent level, right? <laughs> so then you're looking at Google and I mean, I've, I've so far have not heard of a Google hack, right? Mm -hmm. And they have their own infrastructure. You can run your whole business on Google as well. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's just a lot of a lot of stuff happening there, and especially with Twitch just being under fire the last few months, really, with like yeah. I mean they had all the DMCA issues, right? Like I'm sure you ran into a lot of that doing music. Yeah, yeah, I'm scared to even, you know, play stuff. Sometimes I like playing my homies' tracks like every stream, and I'm just scared that. I'm going to get hit with a strike or something for playing music. Yeah. I mean, it's or like a random, it's like a, or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like 1950s mentality of, Oh, the artist, Oh, only the artist can play their yeah. stuff. But then it's like, it's not even owned by the artist. Like the, the label owns yeah, it exactly. at the end of the day. Yeah. And it, so it's just a yeah, mess. Yeah, like that whole thing happened with Twitch, DMC, but that happened on YouTube as well. I just think it was a bigger deal mm. on Twitch because they just mishandled it. YouTube at least would like. I remember. I think I, I I put a video up, and it was like there's like a short thirty second clip where I was outdoors, and there was music playing in the background, and all YouTube did was, "Hey, we've just muted this section of your video." I was yeah. Like, all right, screw it. But yeah. over here. Twitch will just take down your video and give you a warning. And if you're not a big yeah. streamer, they you it's three strikes and you're out on Twitch. And you get hit yeah. with a strike. And there's like, oh dang, like I didn't even know that's what I did. So many streamers had to go back through all their old vlogs and start deleting stuff because they were getting hit with strikes left left and right. And like really like good content that was there had to be deleted. Just because yeah. people didn't know, like, I have this list of 200 videos that I don't have time to go through and see if I have music on there. It's not supposed to be there. I'm just going to have to delete it all. So, yeah, it's a lot of content lost. Um, and mm -hmm. then, obviously, with the streamers leaving for YouTube, leaving Twitch, and, and all that. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's rough out there right now for Twitch. But at the same time, I mean, if you're looking for someone streaming gaming you're still gonna go to twitch as as of exactly. now it's the place to go i wouldn't say they mm -hmm. necessarily have a monopoly on it now like people are slowly chomping at the bit but uh i mean i, I think right now still if, if you want to stream gaming twitch is the way to go uh youtube definitely yeah. you want to post videos you want to create a youtube channel in that sense um even if you really want to stream you can go youtube but if the majority of people I know, when they go to watch someone stream a game, they don't think of YouTube right away. They still think it's Twitch. So they still have a handle yeah. on that. It might it might still be even like a couple of years before 
we see some true competitors with Twitch. I'll be ready. I'm down to move. Just, just dump shit. <laughs> just go for it real yeah. quick. They ain't paying me. Nah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, yeah. That, that's all I really wanted to touch on on, on Twitch. Um, obviously, it's a good platform that we can stream on, but uh, at the same time, uh, it's not without its flaws or red flags. Um, yeah, competition is always good oh, yeah. though. So as many people that can start them up and try and take them out it'll just make them better in the end True. so i'm here for it uh i wanted to talk about uh super smash brothers for a bit so the the very last hero to be added to super smash brothers is sora and i was super excited about this obviously i don't know if you can see right here i have the the hey. blade <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, my son hits us with it all the time. So that's why it's in my room <laughs> right now. Uh, but but yeah, dude, like uh, Kingdom Hearts, obviously a lot of people got started really into gaming and really into that RPG style, right? With with Kingdom Hearts. And it, I know it was one of my introductions before I even played Final Fantasy. I played Kingdom Hearts and I remember going through Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3. Um, they're doing the remake now and it's going to come out on, on the Nintendo Switch. So I'm super excited for that, and um, I even started uh, playing just like YouTube clips or like playthroughs on on mm-hmm. in the living room. I just put it on YouTube, and and I do the playthroughs, and Toby's just sitting there watching, right? Because because <laughs> it, it's Disney too, so he's gonna be watching, he's gonna be paying attention to it, and, and he he enjoys it. He enjoys the Disney stuff already. He knows who Mickey is, who Donald is, who Goofy is. So he he's actually like getting into it, and it's it's fun to see it's fun to uh, again kind of like what we were talking about with rocket league uh with kingdom hearts i'm able to kind of share my passion for gaming with him like um i'll go and be like hey i'm gonna turn on the tv what do you want to watch and he'll see he'll say games i want to watch games and i know that's Mm -hmm. what he means he wants to watch some kingdom hearts so that that's really Mm -hmm. fun to see and then um everyone that's watched any of our videos knows i'm a big super smash brothers fan so he's seeing that Sora's gonna be in there is amazing. Uh, I do know quite a few people. I have a lot of friends who wanted to see Master Chief in Super Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how that would have worked. I mean, they made <laughs> it work with Snake, so I, I guess it could have worked. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm not mad at all that Sora is there. Um, yeah, I wonder if the Master Chief thing would be like a conflict with. Bungie and 343 maybe because they split that's interesting and they have they both have rights to it i guess maybe that could be part of it i guess because it was created originally by Bungie. yeah that's interesting i'm sure microsoft just owns it though like outright yeah they might they maybe do i wouldn't doubt it (laughs) uh but yeah i i I definitely like we're trying to get a switch in a couple months so i definitely want to play smash brothers um i i didn't even know kingdom hearts was doing a remake i mean i might even try that out i was never really into kingdom hearts but i've found my tastes have changed as i've grown up so it might be something i'd be really into now so definitely keep me posted on that again that's that's something you can play with your daughter with boa like yeah uh, it's fun it's fun to just watch sometimes but yeah, the I mean right now the Switch, I mean the Switch is doing really well. The especially with the new OLED version. Um I know I posted a video a while back about uh the Switch having competition with the new Stream Deck or Steam mm. the Steam Deck that's coming out. Oh, I was going to say it's called it's called the Valve Steam Deck. I was confused that was Stream Deck. Oh. Uh but it it's basically a handheld computer you can play your entire Steam library on it um what yeah dude yeah it's it's insane you should check out that video um we got a lot of a lot of feedback on it a lot of comments a lot of views uh but yeah it that we're comparing it but at the same time i mean nintendo fans are gonna flock to the switch to whatever nintendo comes out with really um the Mm. new oled sounds cool but i mean we have the regular switch and we love it dude like it's it's really fun it's uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Unite lately, mm. uh, especially with the twins. So we got twin girls here. Um, they're ten weeks old now. So it uh, 
I I I find very few moments to play video games. So being able to just pick up the Switch and do like a quick 10 minute match uh of Pokemon Unite is actually pretty fun. So uh, I like doing that. And that's a free game. Like I people still don't understand what? that yeah, Pokemon Unite is free. It's the first Pokemon MOBA. I've talked about it before. I I really like the game. Um wow. The only thing with it is which which they've worked on the issue with it is that they uh they keep or they have like held items in game that you can purchase or you can pay money to upgrade them faster than you would free so there's a mm-hmm. bunch of people that are like maxed out on their stats already that you'll play play against but honestly like I've gotten up to master level pretty quickly and I haven't played it, paid a single cent so it's it's not that hard to like to to play it without uh it it's called pay to play so it's not that hard to just do it for free you don't really have to pay to play but definitely if you throw in a couple bucks at the beginning it 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 lets you get started really quickly and kind of smash on 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 other people that are starting at the same time as you and pokemon unite is also available on mobile so uh i don't think it's cross play so if you're on the switch you'll play against other switch players but (laughs) it's just downloading right (laughs) But yeah, yep. dude, it's really fun. And as an introduction to the MOBA genre, super easy, right? Like super easy as an introduction. They fixed a lot of the pay-to-play issues that they had. So they, they've kind of brought that down a little bit. They dialed it back just because people were complaining right away. And you saw right away, like you started playing a game and you knew, oh, that guy on the other team, he definitely paid a win because he's just one-shotting me every time. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Pokemon Unite, I've been playing a lot, and it's it's been great for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, we also had the Mario Home Circuit, which our our friends bought us, and I mean that thing's really it's really cool. The augmented reality on that, it's uh, you have an actual car that you like place, and then you place like little gates around your house or around your room or whatever, <laughs> and it creates the racetrack. And on your Switch, you can actually see it had the the car has a camera on top, so you actually see it, and and you can drive around the the track. So like Jeez. the track is created in your space. So the augmented reality on that is really cool. So I mean, they're still doing really cool stuff, right? With with all of it, like Nintendo's always been really good at that. So uh, again, with Kingdom Hearts, excited for it for the remake and. And Sora being added to Super Smash Brothers, I think, was just kind of perfect, per- perfect way to to end it because uh, Sora is officially the last character uh, to be added to wow. Super Smash Brothers. Uh, what's he called? Uh, Super Smash Brothers for for the Switch. So wow. I'm a. Uh, it, it's kind of sad to not be able to like try and guess other characters that are going to be on there. Like the one that I was really hoping for was Bomberman because I'm a big Bomberman mm. fan. I, I have Bomberman mm-hmm. for the Switch also. It's really fun. Uh, but uh, it, it looks like they, they couldn't get Bomberman in there. And uh, I know a lot of people were complaining also about Sora just because it's kind of another like sword character, even though the Keyblade's not necessarily yeah. a sword. Um, but even then, I'm have fun playing smash uh have you actually played oh, what was that other game it's like a it's like nickelodeon brawl or something it, it's basically <laughs> just ripped off uh smash brothers and it, it's it, it has the same thing right it, ha- it has the like percentages um mm-hmm. where like you get hit and if you get hit at a certain percentage you go flying off screen yeah, it's called Nickelodeon. What do they got the Rugrats on there? Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl, and it's like on all consoles. What? Yeah, dude, and and it legit has like, you can be SpongeBob, you can be, <laughs> uh, what's his name from the Wild Thornberries, the dad. Oh it has yeah, Ryan Stimpy. Like it has all these what? characters. Yeah, Invader Zim. That's pretty tight. Yeah, All Star Brawl. Oh. All Star Brawl is like, definitely, I think, uh. I'll probably recommend it later again, but uh, All Star Brawl is one that if you if you're not into Smash Brothers, probably don't get All Star Brawl because it it feels very much like it, but it mm-hmm. looks really fun. It, it that one that game actually looks really fun. Instead of the whole like dodging mechanic that we have in Smash Brothers, they have like mm-hmm. a like a floating mechanics. You like sprint, so it's very fast paced, kind of like uh, 
Super Smash Brothers Melee was. Yeah. So if you know Melee, is probably the mm-hmm. the fastest paced Super Smash Brothers ever. It, it's back to, to that where like you're sprinting across the screen and you like hit, come back, and then you go at them again. So it, I was just watching people play it online. I was like, man, I probably need to get this game so we can play it because it looks it I looks really fun. Will it get looks it. really good. <laughs> Yeah. So you think the uh would you say I mean everyone's always gonna say the old one is better, but would you say the Switch is their best console ever? Uh I don't know. It's like, it's do you hard. Play this? It's hard. I, I guess I'm I'm super nostalgic for the N sixty four. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um and especially because if, if you purchase the the membership, the Nintendo membership, they're mm-hmm. now releasing a bunch of N64 games as like an emulator on the Switch, so you can play N64 games on the Switch. So, like, Damn. I was thinking about it, it's like, oh man, I can play, I can play Goldeneye, I can play Donkey Kong yeah. 64, Donkey Kong, the original yeah. Smash Bros. Like, all these games are gonna be available again. So, um, I'm super excited for that. So, uh, I, I guess, I mean, I would say the Switch is probably, yeah, I think it's the Switch is kind of the culmination of everything they've done right because mm-hmm. you have the handheld aspect to it right mm-hmm. uh, a lot like the game boy advance used to have back in the day so you have that game boy ish style of game because this is still not like a, a block it's yeah. this bigger more like the advance um and obviously they went from that to the ds so you see you see a lot of that in it how it works as a touchscreen but at the same time you see elements of the wii with the joy cons that come off and you can still play with them and uh i guess some elements of the wii u i think the, the wii u is probably their worst <laughs> their worst one which which is unfortunate i actually have a wii u and yeah and, we did too like, i was at the mall the other day and and i walked in and all their wii u games are on sale i, I think i bought Pokemon tournament for like three bucks Oh, wow. And I remember when that came out, it was like 60 bucks and and everyone yeah. was like trying to get it cuz it was like the first Pokemon fighting game and uh it was it was a big deal, but I I thought it was hilarious and and yeah, like I'll go in there and I'll, I'll still buy them cuz I have I have the Wii U with four remotes. I think we have like six remotes actually. I have the Pro remote for it too. So, I'm not I'm not mad cuz I mean, Toby loves playing the Wii U. He like he'll yeah. go in there and he's like, "Hey, let's play Sonic." And I'll just put <laughs> but on Sonic, like 3D World or Sonic, was it like Transform or something? And the Mario Party games for it were really fun too. Yeah, for I, sure. I think it was just, I think it was a lot to have like the tablet with like it, people didn't know what it was. Is it a console like a GameCube or is it a tablet? Mm-hmm. How do I play with this? Do mm-hmm. I just like take it with me everywhere? And and even though it's like portable, it still had to be within a certain distance of the console. So yeah. it wasn't really portable; it was just portable around your house. So I I think the the natural next step from that was the switch, where like the entire console is in this device, and if you want to dock it, you can. And now the Joy Cons come off, and you can play with them. So uh, for the most part, I've actually used the Switch as a just a handheld device. Um, hmm. uh, I I think only really when friends come over to play like if we're gonna play like overcooked or something like that something silly um i'll actually like play on the tv um so uh i mean my recommendation especially if you're on a budget is just to get the switch light so our our really close friends they have both they have the switch pro and the switch light because they like playing a lot of games together like you can play like fortnite and apex and all that on them and it runs them really well it runs those games super well uh, the only problem is the storage on them. You got to buy the the additional storage, the 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 cards, so you can put them in, so you can have more games on there. But other than that, I mean, it runs the game super smooth. So uh, if you're on a budget, definitely, I would recommend just getting the the light one, which doesn't dock, so you can't play it on the TV. But if if your um. aim is more to play with like family, play at home on the TV, like get those types of games like Mario Party, Overcooked, and all that. Then definitely just get the regular switch. I don't think the OLED OLED version is gonna be worth it, just because I don't really see a lot of games on Switch with like crazy good graphics. Right. Yet. Yeah. Right. I, I'm saying yet because 
I'm actually going to talk about another game here in a few, but uh, there's very few games on there that really deserve that that high quality of uh, a screen. But, I mean, the, the games on it, yeah, they run super smooth. The, the Switch is by far, like, kind of the culmination of, of everything. And, again, if you, you're paying for the subscription with Nintendo, you get all those games for free that you can play in the background mm-hmm. of the emulator for all the old games, too. I think they just released all the like Street Fighter games on it too. I've been playing Street Fighter one through four, Sheesh. so yeah, that, <laughs> wow, those are pretty fun. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I can't wait to get it. Yeah, for sure. Getting a Switch is definitely worth it, just because I think it's gonna be around for a while still. I, I don't think Nintendo is working on a new console just yet, because um, they're not they're not ever really in competition with PlayStation and Xbox. They've always been mm-hmm. like, I, I think they haven't been in competition with them ever since the GameCube. I think that was the last true like console yeah. war with between the three of them. Ever since then, Nintendo's just kind of been doing their own thing, and they've been doing it well. So, yeah, yeah, they made their own lane. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Um the the Nintendo game that I wanted to talk about right now that I I just find amazing is a uh, Metroid Dread. So the new Metroid mm. game, uh, we announced it when it was first announced at at Nintendo's. Uh, what was it called? Uh, whatever their their show's called. Uh, yeah, they, they, it, yeah. they announced it, and uh, I was super excited for it because it it finally feels like a true successor to the original Metroid games. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if you played Metroid Prime and all those games, it's really cool. It's kind of like a first person view, and and you can like turn into the ball. And and I I love Metroid Prime. I remember playing Metroid Prime on the GameCube and and the subsequent games and it, it was always really fun but i kind of missed that old style metroid <clears throat> that created the whole matri- metroidvania genre really mm-hmm. like uh i've talked about hollow knight on this channel before and that's one of my favorite games of all time and it's a metroidvania game and heavily influenced by metroid and i now think like metroid Dread, it could be because it's new but it's up there, probably with the best Metroidvania games of all time, and it's just so good in in how it plays. Um, they they added like the new mechanics that they added, the new powers that they added. The suits look so cool, and it just it feels like the game that we should have gotten like ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching the gameplay videos and like the trailers and stuff, and yeah, it looks amazing yeah like i i want it so bad and yeah (laughs) i i wasn't as big of a fan of the prime ones i mean they were definitely cool but yeah the original is just it's hard to beat that yeah it's hard to beat that so yeah i I, i'm glad they're coming out with it now especially because i mean like we were talking about the wii u it might have been a little weird if they had tried to put it on there yeah um so I'm glad that it's coming out on the Switch. That should be a, a great spot for it. And yeah, I can't wait, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's only on the Switch. You can only get it on the Nintendo Switch right mm-hmm. now. So uh, I I can see it possibly coming out on the other consoles eventually. But I, mm. I don't think Nintendo will ever really let that go. I mean, they, yeah. people are going to get the Switch now just for this game. Like I, I think it's out there with probably best game of the year. Like it's gonna wow. compete for best game of the year, hands down. So wow. it's uh yeah, great game. And I know it's funny because the that genre game at the very beginning you always start off with like you don't have all your powers and you have to like slowly build up your powers and, and play through and like you go through the map and then once you get a new power you go back and go through the same part of the map and that's kind of how that game that type of game works right and i think they did a really good job at not just making it feel like another metroidvania game like the reason samus loses all of her powers actually kind of makes sense in this game and Mm -hmm. the story unfolds really well and i mean you can do a quick playthrough of the whole game and i think i i beat it at like 80 percent pretty quickly and and i mean quickly like hours but um <laughs> beat it at 80 percent it was fun but the real 
the real fun about this game is going back and trying to get every power up, beat it 100%, beat every boss. And and it has a lot of replayability. I think that's what's really important about it because uh it's not like a typical one player game that you'll just play through and you're done and like it as a metroidvania game it works really well in understanding its genre but still pushing it to the brink of its genre and being something different so yeah so um that, that's what i'm saying it's it's probably game of the year for me um it's it's really fun and this is the game that i think is actually pushing the graphics of switch to like it's mm. limits this is really well so yeah if you do end up getting the oled switch the the new one the pro uh you definitely have to get this game for it because it's uh it's definitely next level it's really cool damn you got to be a nintendo salesman i now. know right you already sold me on the switch i'm gonna go put on my nintendo <laughs> and then you upsold right me to the oled <laughs> um yeah yeah so so that wraps it up for uh nintendo so they're doing really well and I'm I'm excited to see what they come out with, especially now we're in October, so we're gonna start hearing about new games, all the new stuff that comes out around the holidays. So, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna keep an eye on all that for sure. Yeah, I'm glad Nintendo's doing well too, because I mean, for a while they were kind of like the butt of the joke, especially much with the Wii U. For like, I, I just yeah, I, the Wii U I just think, got. Wrecked. I think you introduced me to the Wii U actually. Yeah, you're like, hey, Wii U. I was like. You mean the Wii? I was like, no, 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 it's a Wii U, it's different. I was, it, like, I never understood until I got it. Oh, this is a different console. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it was uh, that whole... Yeah, was, I don't know why they called it the Wii. It wasn't a Wii at all. Yeah, it was so different. I mean, they still had the nunchucks, well, So, you I can guess, use but... the original Wii nunchucks, and yeah. you can play the original Wii games on it. So, I think, I that's, think that's why they kind of went in that direction, but... I, I think that was trying to do too much with Xbox and PlayStation were doing where mm-hmm. you had the compatibility with like previous games and I, I think they kinda tried to do that and it just it wasn't for them. Yeah. yeah. But they're back. Yep. And I love yep. it. They're doing great. Uh last I, I want to talk about uh a game that we we were playing in it is not the beta. Um what was it called? The test, the preview, test flight, I guess. yeah, yeah, test, test flight. flight for Halo Infinite. So, uh, oh yeah, I used to I used to play a lot of Halo back in the day. I I had the original Xbox. I played the first Halo, and I just fell in love with the genre. Halo was actually the first first person shooter. No, no, no. GoldenEye was the first per, first person shooter. So Halo would have been the second uh, that I really got into. But it was Halo Two was definitely the first online mm-hmm. shooter that i played yeah and so i fell in love with the halo series then i i've played every halo game until now at least the campaign i've gone through and, and played every single one and uh i mean i still love them. i still halo odst is still one of my favorites so uh, interesting yeah, yeah dude odst i just oh man especially that ending where at the very end you see uh master chief and you're like oh oh yeah that that was a Halo Reach, right? But it was a lot of sim- mm-hmm. similar stuff there. So I, man, I love all all those Halo games. I still get kind of confused with the later Halo games, and I do not <laughs> yeah. play Halo Wars. I do not play Halo Wars. Nah. nah. <laughs> but uh, even then, just uh, seeing all these Halo games come. I don't know if this is like the last Halo game because it's just Halo Infinite, and what they what Microsoft has said about Halo Infinite is like this is the definitive Halo game. So this is the game that that they're just going to keep making updates to this game and push this game through to the end. And we've already heard a lot of great stuff about Halo up until this point. We heard that Halo multiplayer is going to be free, so you don't have to purchase the game to actually play the multiplayer. Um, we've heard bad things about it, too. We've heard how their uh, leveling system for their battle passes, you're going to have to uh, complete certain uh tasks in order to get them you just you don't just get you don't just level up by playing and getting xp points you have to Mm. actually do certain things like get these amount of kills with the needler or do this with a shotgun like you you have to do all that and people were kind of complaining about that but uh on the other hand again i'm just like pro con pro con 
they they said that the battle pass doesn't expire unlike pretty much any Ooh. other game so you can actually play previous battle passes and play through and get all all the stuff from the battle pass um but then i actually heard today uh i i guess it leaked the battle pass rewards for the first season of halo infinite and it and you know how a lot of games especially like fortnite even apex you have a battle pass that you pay for and some Mm -hmm. but there's one that's free right and you can still get skins and stuff from the free one you don't have to pay for it right it's just Mm -hmm. some stuff is locked out um halo's free battle pass uh for more than half of it you don't receive anything except for tokens (laughs) damn anything like i think i saw like two skins in there like near the end of the battle pass so like man this that's crazy that they're but at the same time like halo the multiplayer is free like how how much can you really complain so i don't know Uh, a lot of people keep going back and forth on it but I want to talk about the actual gameplay, which is what what we were uh, playing, right? The last two weekends. So, um, oh yeah. What were your initial thoughts on Halo Infinite? What do you think from the gameplay itself? Well, I will say, like you were saying, I am a Halo stan myself, so um, I'm always going to be biased to Halo games. I love them. The gameplay was honestly to me it was it was amazing you know i i was expecting you know like kind of same old same old from them (laughs) yeah just because it's been so long but they the gameplay was very smooth very like i actually got kills (laughs) like i could actually run around and actually hit people and I actually could just jump on without, you know, having a ton of practice. And yeah, I think it, I think it looks great too. I think it's just going to be, I think it'll, it'll be one of the best halo games. I feel like, yeah, I, I actually think it's going to be the best halo game. And yeah. this is why it just, it feels so fast paced compared to other halo multiplayer games. I think it's going to be the best Halo multiplayer we've gotten since Halo 3. Um, mm. And Damn. because they're just, it's just bringing back maps. Like Halo Infinite is bringing back, it's just grabbing all the best from the previous Halo games and putting them into one. And I know a lot of people had issues with a few things. Like some of the guns weren't, like it, it's really weird to see recoil and bloom in the <laughs> halo game and people were complaining mm-hmm. it's like they're just trying to be like like call of duty now and i was like eh, i've i've played those games long enough to see where having recoil and bloom in a game isn't bad for it um mm-hmm. the aim assist on it was high i feel like yeah i was like i like someone would come at me with an assault rifle and just like just i was dead in like two seconds i was like what the heck and then I turn around and I shoot them and I register like two hits on the full yeah. clip. And I mean, th- that was crazy, but I think they're still trying to figure out those kinks, right? I think they're, they're trying to figure out the perfect balance between aim assist and bloom and recoil. And because this, this is a mouse and keyboard game too. And the whole idea is that we're going to be playing with people that are playing on their computers as well. So there needs to be a balance there. Um, actually, I think during the flight, there was cr- some crossplay going on. Uh, I remember, uh, I think before we were playing, John, I jumped onto a, a squad. And one of the guys mentioned, oh, yeah, I'm playing on mouse and keyboard right now. So I was like, oh, that's huh. interesting. And But, of course, this dude just, he was luckily he was on my team because this dude just decimated <laughs> the other team. Yeah. He was just killing them. So I was like, oh, man, <laughs> well, luckily he was he was playing with us. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was really interesting interesting to see uh i played a couple matches also with another homie called uh he has a youtube channel called matified gaming which is only about halo so definitely check him out he has some really cool content up there um he has a really cool video called halo saved my life it that's if you're a gamer you just need to watch that that video it's so cool um but yeah and i was playing a couple games with him and and i mean we were having fun Uh, i think the how you like squat up 
and everything was really fun how uh how easy it was to find your your friends and get on the same team and start playing and and the in-game chat chat was a little wonky it wasn't working perfectly for us every time um but even then i think we just had a lot of fun like call outs and everything were really good a lot of uh fun moments with the grapple <laughs> <laughs> I, think, yeah. I, I saw a lot of funny clips online too people just trying to <laughs> do crazy stuff with the grapple and like hooking everything <laughs> they could and just everyone's like look at me i'm spider-man but yeah it's just uh i think there's there's gonna be a lot of opportunity with halo infinite now to make content so i think it's gonna mm. be a really good game for content creators and I know the previous Halos haven't really been all that. Like, I think if you look up the Master Chief Collection on Twitch, only a few thousand people watching. Right. And uh, I, at the same time... Which is interesting. Yeah, it, it's really interesting because I think people are getting tired of the same type of Halo multiplayer. Right. right. Because we all grew mm-hmm. up with it. Right? Like, mm-hmm. Fortnite, Apex, and even, like, the, the new... Uh, uh, Call of Duty's Warzone and all that, like they're introducing new mechanics, and a lot of the times Halo has kind of stuck to the same. And of course, they've introduced new modes and 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 everything. But I, I think people just kind of still see Halo as Halo. And it's like, yeah, it's nothing mm-hmm. more. I think Halo Infinite might be able to break that their their track record, and hopefully have more people outside of the halo community come and play that game um yeah uh, especially with it i think it's gonna launch with game pass right yeah so yeah, so is. if it's gonna be on game pass like might as well get it so everyone on xbox is gonna be playing it but i think right. we need to get more of the pc people playing it uh we need to get more streamers playing it i, I think the mm-hmm. the more streamers we see on there the the better uh so so yeah i'm i'm after playing the demo, I'm excited for it. It's still you can tell it's in development. You can you can yeah. tell like the whole ragdog mechanic, uh, ragdoll mechanics in it. Sometimes like I think there was one clip where I like I I took out like three people from the other team and then I got like stuck in the wall and I couldn't get out and then oh wow. and then I got full <laughs> clipped. But uh, they're still figuring that out. There's a lot of weird stuff happening with the vehicles still, and yeah. and. I think the most important thing is just figuring out the balance with the guns. Um, but once they get that down, I think we're, I, I think they have their hands on something really good. That's going to be around for a really long time. Um, I don't know if you've watched, if you look, if you keep up with any of like Halo news, but uh, the recent, I think Halo five, Halo four, Halo five, uh, they came out with like new skins and mm. uh, the skins look crazy so in hmm. my head i'm like if they're coming out with these skins for the previous halo games i can only imagine what they're gonna do for infinite yeah so i i think a lot of especially like people that have been playing apex and stuff they might jump to infinite for a while and they're kind of over the whole yeah. br right yeah yeah i um I was going to say, I think the only thing I had an issue with, like a couple of the guns were just weird. Like they seemed like they should be more powerful than they were. Like the battle rifle? Yeah, (laughs) especially like the battle rifle. Like that's that's the one I used all the time, of Mm -hmm. course. And anyone down with that. Yeah, I think the problem with that a lot was also the added recoil and bloom. Because I I used to I used to use the uh, plasma pistol a lot in combination yeah. with the assault rifle. That was my go-to, mm-hmm. and that combo doesn't work like that the same way anymore. Like I would shoot the plasma pistol, and I don't I I don't know if it was faster or slower than it was before, but it wasn't the same. <laughs> I was like, how mm-hmm. am I? How do I keep missing these guys? And I and then I would go at them with the assault rifle, and again. Uh, I need to get used to the recoil on that now because you just shoot it and you, you like go straight yeah. up. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, definitely had to get used to, to that type of recoil in, in a halo game. But I, I think once you stop thinking of it as a typical halo game, and think of it as a new shooter. Uh, I think it's, it's really easy to get into and start having fun, uh, especially with all the game modes that they had. Right. 
uh, it wasn't just Slayer. Like, I played some of the other modes where... Uh, what was the game mode called where you had, like, A, B, and C? And you had to, like, oh. hold the hill for as long as you could. And, and King of the Hill. Is it King of the Hill? Yeah. That's, I think that should be yeah. it. And, and then... Because there was King of the Hill and Capture the Flag. And I then, hated like, Capture the Flag. Though. I'll say that. Really? I didn't like it, man. I hate... Mm. I, I think I just don't like Capture the Flag modes in general. I... I used to play a lot of Overwatch, and I hated Capture the Flag in Overwatch. <laughs> and and I played Halo before and Capture the Flag on it, and ah, man, I just I still can't get into it. I still can't. Mm. So that, every time I would like put up a new game, and then we'd be playing Capture the Flag. I'm already like in a like I'm already <laughs> negative in a bad mood. It's like oh, this is gonna uh. suck. <laughs> But give, Damn, give me, I love Capture the Flag. Give me Slayer or give me that, that King of the Hill mode. I really yeah. like. I think it's because, especially me, I'm not. I'm definitely not as good at Halo as I used to be, and I felt yeah. that. Like I was like, man, I'm getting old. These people, like <laughs> these kids, are just like killing me like crazy. And I think with that mode, it's more about awareness and strategy, and really talking to your team. So mm-hmm. and. And I like I really like strategy games. I play a lot of those games online, on on PC. So I felt like that game mode was really more catered to me, and and I really like that. Uh, and Slayer, I mean Slayer's just OG. It's fun. Just try to yeah. get as many kills as possible before the other <laughs> team does. Um, yeah, it's all like kamikaze, just into the other squad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's uh, that was the only thing for me. Or I, actually, there there was one big other big thing for me that i didn't quite like i think the user interface was really weird like the menus and stuff like it took me so long to figure out where to go to change my uh character to change their like colors and stuff (laughs) i didn't even know you could do that yeah like (laughs) uh, i was playing and i saw the the homie modified he had a different skin i was like hold up you can do that and and (laughs) He he just explained it real quick. I was like, "Oh, that's where you go," but it was wow. not intuitive at all. So that's yeah. a problem. I think that's a problem with UI. Obviously, after playing it for a while, you'll figure it out. Um, yeah. But but honestly, yeah, like uh, that's that's a very small. I'm just nitpicking at that point because I'm sure if you were brand new to like Fortnite and you jumped into Fortnite now with how complicated the menu is now, there's so many things happening on the for- Fortnite like screen now that uh or like the main menu before you go into a game it's really complicated Mm. now but i've been playing the game since the beginning so i understand what everything is and what it's showing me so so maybe it's just kind of going along those lines like over time i'll just understand the halo ui it don't make sense to me i think the interface while you're actually in game is really good while you're in a match Mm -hmm. i mean you still have your little radar and everything the map uh i i really hope they don't have that radar in competitive mode Hmm. because interesting i I feel like for competitive games you really need to or you should be relying more on your awareness of the map so your map awareness listening and i mean the audio design on it is really good someone's running behind you you actually hear them coming up behind you so it's Mm -hmm. it's the audio is really good, so I think that's going back towards like games like Valorant or even like Counter Strike, where those competitive games are so good because of like how talented and strategic the those pro players are. So I kind of want to see the radar removed for competitive, just because if someone shoots someone like far right, I don't need a map to show me this is where they <laughs> shot him. Like if yeah. you're that good, you should be able to. Like, hey, they're over there. They're on like site B or site A or whatever. Uh, so that I I really hope that when they release competitive, which they are releasing, releasing, they announced they're releasing a competitive mode, uh, for you to to go through. So, uh, I hope that it's uh, it doesn't have that radar. But other than that, uh, I'm I'm really happy with the game. The demo felt really good. Like for being a for being a, a test flight, it did really well. And yeah. the first the first weekend was really good. 
and it was a lot of people that were fans that like signed up went out of the out of their way to be part of it but the second weekend was open to all users like really you anyone could jump on and and try out the game and and give their feedback on it so i think the second week was even more fun uh just because you're yeah. having a bunch of people who are just like oh i'll try it out uh <laughs> the first week you have fans the second week yeah. you have gamers right they're just like yeah. oh i'll try out the game just because it's a game to try out so uh yeah it was really fun um and the last thing i'll say about halo is uh, I, I keep seeing this online a lot of people are giving halo hate for not coming out with a battle royale right away and even like dr disrespect on youtube he's like he's saying that halo infinite is gonna flop if it doesn't come out with a battle royale no, i was what? like man i don't i don't I really don't think it will. I don't think it'll come mm-hmm. out with a battle royale. I don't think it needs to. If it does, no. I think it'll be successful. I think it'll be good. Um, obviously, they already have all the vehicles and everything. And as a fan of Halo, I would find it fun. But I don't think they need mm-hmm. it. I think they've created their own type of multiplayer game that people enjoy. And it should be fun to not only play, but watch as well to watch people stream. Yeah, I think a battle royale mode honestly would probably be their lowest one. Like they're not <laughs> right. played as much. Right? That's what I was thinking. Because that's not what Halo is. Yeah. You know. Like I'm just, oh, man, I'm, I'm just imagining some of like the bigger maps, and you're in a battle royale, and you have like five warthogs flying around, and you have <laughs> the stupid banshees in the air, and yeah, you're trying to shoot that'd like be insane. it's gonna be insane. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, uh, like Warzone can get that insane sometimes. Obviously, in Fortnite, you have everyone like building super close together. I, I don't mm. know how that would feel for Halo. Like, especially when you're talking about battle royale, I don't think Halo isn't made for combat that close. Right. Halo is meant to be like medium range to long range combat. Unless yeah. you have a sword, then you just run away from whoever has the stupid sword or the hammer. But <laughs> Especially, especially because they have the the ninja move, right? Where you just come up behind someone and you hit them and they're dead. Yep, and it's dead. Yeah. So, I think if you're talking about close quarters combat, like Apex Legends has super good close quarters combat, like shotguns, open doors, move around, shoot through the window, like all this stuff that that you can do and and you can really like try to outplay someone. In Halo, I, I feel like it, it's meant more to be medium range game, and and that's just my opinion. Um, I know a lot of people like to play up close and personal and they just charge at people and they play really well that Mm -hmm. way. But uh, I don't know how it would do as a battle royale personally. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see if if they ever do come out with it. I'm definitely going to play it because I think it'd be fun, but it's, it's not something they need in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so either, but yeah, I I would play it too. I'll play whatever they come up with because I just believe in Halo that much, yep. so I'm ready for it. Yeah, so when it comes out, definitely when it comes out at the Battle Pass, we'll be playing it. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, so that wraps up our podcast for today. Thanks, everyone, for joining. We had a good amount of viewers today. Uh, Let's go. But uh, I, I do want to mention, uh, make sure to follow us uh, on, so we're now on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, follow us on on Instagram as well. Uh, we post a bunch of news on there on Instagram specifically, uh, gaming news. And if if you were following us on Instagram, we would have posted up there when you can subscribe to be part of this Halo flight test. So definitely pay attention on there. Um, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and make sure to follow Higher Passion too. They have all their other podcasts. Uh, I'm on the Heroes and Mutants podcast. We're coming out weekly. All your superhero needs, and uh, we have. Obviously, rap beats, melodies, and sports dogs, especially right now with baseball uh, playoffs, has been getting pretty good. So uh, catch all those other podcasts, please. And uh, as always, uh, we're going to end this stream with our recommendations. So, uh, oh, I don't think I, I gave you a heads up on that one. We basically just recommend the game uh, for, yeah. for the week or until our next video. So um, number one recommendation for me right now is a game that I have not yet played, 
but I, I think it looks really fun, and I've seen people play it, is the Nickelodeon Brawl game. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm going back to it just because it looks really fun, and especially seeing all those Nickelodeon characters on it, and it's gotten really good reviews, right? Like, um, that's me basing basing my opinion off of other reviews like IGN and, and Metacritic and all that, so they've all come out with really good reviews for it. Um, it looks like it was kind of a low budget game, but at the same time, it's really fun. So it's my recommendation for the week. I want to see more people playing it. I think it, it actually blew up a little. So I think it was a small studio that created it, but it kind of blew up more than they thought it would. So that's always fun to see. And hopefully Mm -hmm. if more people start playing it, maybe they can release more like DLC, more characters, there's still there's still quite a few Nickelodeon characters on there on that roster that that I want to see because they they didn't come out with with a lot so um, yeah that's definitely the one I recommend to everyone else to play because I'm gonna start playing it myself. There you go, John. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Um, so yeah, uh, well first off, I want to say shout out to my higher passion guys love you guys miss you guys you guys are awesome keep doing your thing um i think my recommendation another one that i haven't played yet is back for blood oh yeah just because i was a huge left for dead Dead fan yeah so i i've watched a couple of my homies playing it and it just looks like a beefed up left for dead (laughs) so i'm definitely gonna get that and play it probably tonight even so yeah that's my wreck. All right, dope. All right, thanks everyone for joining us. Make sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment, and GG's. Later. Thanks for having me.